Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. Welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy December. Um, yes, December. Um, I, I am feeling the holiday vibes already. Yeah, like, are, are you? you? Are you? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I don't really love Christmas, but my house is very decorated for Christmas, so it's making me a little happier. The lights mm-hmm. and all, you know? I know. I, I'm really decorated right now, too. We actually went and got a Christmas tree over the weekend. Ooh, a real one? So, mm-hmm. Nice. And does it smell good? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. When <sighs> we brought it. it in, the whole house just smelled like pine. I just love and that I think, so much. Yeah. Like, I think it's calmed down a little bit now, but it's still just, it's the best part of it, you know? Truly. Or maybe your nose is just used to the pine smell now. True. Yeah, that could definitely be it. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I was helping Dina move in her real tree a couple of days ago. And hers, suspiciously, did not smell much like a real tree. And I was like, is this a real tree? I mean, mm-hmm. I had sap all over my hands, so I know it was. But, like, it did not, it was not giving pine. Right. So, <laughs> that's unfortunate. I, my family, we do a fake tree. Just because real mm-hmm. trees are so messy dude i mean those little green pieces go everywhere they are they are we definitely had to clean up a lot of those um and you know this expensive well yeah it was actually um see we didn't go to one of those tree lots like Mm -hmm. that get set up this time of year we went to food lion (laughs) oh interesting so because like random grocery stores and like um lowe's hardware and stuff like Mm -hmm. stores like that have trees this time of year that are are cheaper so i got mine and i also had a a ten dollar off coupon (laughs) period extreme couponers event over there i got it for (laughs) 50 bucks which is still kind of a lot but it's good for a tree definitely i've heard of ones going for like 150 i know yeah it's crazy it's crazy that's literally insane my my dad was telling me because he was helping me get it since um you know i needed to needed his truck for the tree i wasn't gonna fit a tree Mm -hmm. in my car my Mm -hmm. little corolla no no um (laughs) but he was telling me he's like yeah i remember when trees like the high-end trees were like 50 bucks and like you could get one for like 20 exactly exactly i was like i remember being shocked like at a 75 dollar tree yes yeah they've gone up a lot yeah, just ridiculous. Just Inflation. ridiculous. Yeah, for Inflation. Real. And I'm excited because um, in a couple of weeks I'm taking my niece to meet Santa Claus. Oh my gosh. So That's that'll so be fun. that'll be either really fun or really bad, depending on <laughs> if she's scared. I don't know. We will we'll see, I guess. Did she go last year and was she scared last year? <laughs> um so yeah, she's been every year. She's three. And um it's been a mix and match. So okay. Sometimes okay. she is scared. Sometimes she's not. So, you know, I really don't know. Okay. Mm, yeah. We'll I see. guess we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. This year actually is um, Parm's first Christmas. Parm. My cat. Oh, my goodness. Um, she has been really intrigued by the tree. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she has been wanting to kind of jump on it, but mm-hmm. she hasn't actually jumped on it. But, like, she looks like she's about to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. <laughs> and because she's like she'll tap on the branches and be like is this heavy and that like sturdy enough to hold like, me will if i jump this hold me the yeah. answer is no parm if you're listening yes. 
Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. So she hasn't done it yet. And I really, fingers crossed, like, I hope she doesn't. Yeah. And um, we <laughs> haven't decorated the tree yet or anything. So once the ornaments are mm. on and stuff, I'm scared for that, too. That's worse. But <laughs> yeah. Um, Actually, yeah. this weekend, I'm having a little party. Um, I'm, I'm, I invited my family to come over and help me decorate the tree. So cute. We're having a tree trimming party. Love that. That's very cute. My parents decorated my tree without me, but that's okay. Oh. <laughs> Lame. <laughs> well, I told them they could, so, you know, oh, well, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, because you're a Grinch. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> I literally, wait, fun fact. I did actually get a tree. And do you know what tree I got? The Grinch tree from Trader Joe's. No way. Yes, I really? did. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I'll send you a picture I, of it. I did see those actually at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I felt that one was right for me. I love it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Does um, it have, like, the one ornament? It sure does, right at the top. Wow. <laughs> I'll have to post a picture of it. It's actually really cute. And it's, like, real. I thought it was going to be fake. It's a real oh, wow. tree. Yeah. And we're going to plant it, and maybe we'll just have a real Christmas tree that I planted myself next oh. year. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't have a green thumb. If anything, I would say I have a black thumb, so it <laughs> might not work out for me. But Yeah, we'll I see. I don't know. Um, but one more thing before we get started over the weekend i can't say too much because i don't want to get in legal trouble okay but <laughs> legal trouble you what? Know, over the weekend though i went and visited wilmington and i went to one of my favorite places in the whole wide world in wilmington and it just so happened that while i was there at my favorite place in the world they were filming the new season of outer banks and wow. i did not know that was going to be happening and i Got to see the Pogue van IRL. Wow. And it was so cool. We love that. It was amazing. It was so cool. And I saw all of them, like, from very far distance, all on the beach filming. And I was like, hmm, I just want to know all the secrets. I know. I'm excited for the next season. Me too. Me too. I did actually get a casting call to be in it. And that's (gasps) very unfortunate for me that I can't, couldn't do it. It already already passed, so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. unfortunately for me. But next time, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Um. But yeah. So other than that, if you want to go ahead and get on into your story, Savannah. Okay. Yes. Let's get into it. Um. I of course have a like a holiday themed story to tell you. Love that. Um. So. This is the legend of the Cali, the Calicant Zari. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never, definitely um, not heard of that before. Or actually, sorry, I think I might have mispronounced that. I'm like, the, it's a Greek word, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it's like, <laughs> I actually even spelled out like the phonetics for myself, but I even. <laughs> and you I still think, okay. it. It's okay. Calicant Zaroy. Calicant Zaroy. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Can't okay. lie. That is. Calicant Zaroy? Yeah, the Calicanceroy. So that's okay. the plural for these creatures. Okay. Um, so if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so the Calicanceroy, these are um, creatures that are part of Southeast European and Anatolian folklore. Um, and so, like, they have, um, there's folklore on these creatures in Greece, Bulgaria, Turkey, Serbia, Albania, Bosnia, Cyprus, um, like all of them, they have stories of these or similar creatures. So 
the calicanceroi, they are speculated to be derived from the word, like, the in Greek, um, kalos kentorios, which means, like, beautiful centaur. <gasps> A centaur? Which is interesting. See, but they're not really centaurs. I'll, I'll get to it. <laughs> it also could al- have come from the Turkish um, kara kondolos, meaning werewolf and vampire. Oh. So it's it's like these words that mean other mythical creatures mm-hmm. that were yeah. turned into this new word. Gotcha. That you makes know? sense. Mm-hmm. So it's a little history there. Um, the word in Greek is also used to describe like leprechauns and gnomes and goblins. So they're Ooh. sort of all in the same category. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did say... You know, you got excited when I said centaur, but they're more, they're going to be more like leprechauns and gnomes and goblins. <laughs> wow. Okay. I was excited for a centaur, but I'm still excited for some goblins and gnomes. Yeah. They're going to be more on that, on that note. Um, yeah. Centaurs in the future though? Question mark. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. <laughs> Have we even covered anything about centaurs? No, I don't think so. And I really love Narnia. So. We, yeah, we should get into that. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> okay. So. Um, so there is no actual, like, standard description of their appearance, <laughs> which okay. is interesting. interesting. There's, like, regional variations. Mm-hmm. So different areas think different things. Um, or maybe there's just a bunch of different ones and they all look different. I don't know. Uh, so some Greek illustrators, they show them with some animal parts, like, they'll be hairy all over like furry um and have horse legs or boar tusks so that's so guess, where the centaur comes yeah, from so yeah so i guess the centaur yeah mm-hmm. is there a little bit mm-hmm. um kind of just like the legs but yeah. they're still humanoid in a way mm-hmm. yeah um but they have just like these um animal parts um some people see them as small humans uh, that smell really bad. So they're, they're stinky. <laughs> okay. I don't like, I don't want that. No yeah. stinky. Yeah. They don't shower? Uh, I don't think so. Mm, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, many Greeks imagine them as tall, black, um, and hairy with burning eyes, burning mm. like red eyes. <laughs> and stinky. That's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They have, like, goat or donkey ears, um, monkey arms, and tongues that hang out, and, like, heads that are Ew, huge. what's going on here? So, yeah, there's, like, a lot of different variation to what these things look like. Mm-hmm. So, there's just, like, little devil creatures, right? Yeah, sounds like it. So, yeah, the most common belief is that they're small, um, like, black creatures, um, and they're humanoid besides their long black tails and they resemble like little devils. So, Cute. Yeah, like a little devil mm-hmm. running around. Um, and apparently they're mostly blind. Oh, okay. I wasn't expecting that. And if you talk to them, they speak with a lisp. Oh, well, these guys have a lot of problems. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they got a lot going on for them. Um, and they love to eat frogs, worms, and other small oh creatures. That's why they smell so bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lizards. 
Yeah. Wrong. Disgusting. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, and I'll tell you why they why they kind of smell so bad because most of the year they actually spend their time underground. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So they spend most of the year underground, and they come to the surface only during the twelve days of Christmas. Oh. Which is December twenty fifth to January sixth. Okay. So the twelve days after Christmas. Uh, it's from like the winter solstice and like the the two weeks after, mm-hmm. basically. And supposedly during this time. Which I did not really look up if this is true or just part of the legend that the sun ceases its seasonal movement. Does it stop for two weeks? Um, no. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess I don't really know, but every day gets longer after the winter solstice. That's so. what I w- yeah, that's what I thought. Like, I didn't, but I think what this. But also, like, I don't know about that part of the, part of the world. For us, it, you know, it could be different. Over there. I don't really know. Because, I mean, you know how pe- people, they have, like, full days of darkness in other places. Not in, like, Greece, though. Well, true. I don't know anything about Greece's climate other than it's beautiful. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I only know about it from Mamma Mia, so. Oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, according to them, basically, like, after the solstice, the days stay the same length for 12 days. Which, you know, may or may not be true. We'll just say it's true for right now. Yeah, yeah. So, they come out during this time only. And while they... But, like, while they're underground the rest of the year, they are sawing at the trunk of the tree that holds the earth. Oh, okay. So, there's, like, a tree of life that, like, holds the earth for, you know, holds it up, I guess. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, these little creatures are down there sawing what at they it. They're to trying do? to knock it over. Destroy the earth? Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. For what reason? They're like little devils, like I told you. I don't okay, know. Yeah, but like, they're ruining it for themselves, too. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I guess they, they just, just don't care. Yeah, they don't. Wow, that's <laughs> savage. So, yeah, they, they are, they're sawing it all year long, and then... When the final part of the tree is about to be sawed, like they're so close, they're so close. Christmas dawns, and then they're able to come to the surface. Because I guess they they can't really come any other time of the year because of the sun, and like the way, so like the, um, the sun like stopping its seasonal movement or whatever, like that's what causes them to be able to come up, and so they they sort of like push it to the side and they're like okay we'll get to this later let's go to the surface of the earth mm-hmm. honestly maybe that's why they're doing it because they're mad they're like why do we have to stay <laughs> down here that does make sense they're like i don't want to be down here so internet for everybody exactly exactly i mean <laughs> that's valid. petty petty but i would do it petty too. but valid <laughs> so so yeah they um they sort of push it to the side they're like we're gonna get back to this later and they go to the surface But they sort of um, forget about this and actually it puts itself back together while they're while they're on the surface. Mm -hmm. So once they get back down there, it's 
they have to start all over again. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> well, yeah. that's the circle of life, baby. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, they do, they go to the surface and they basically wreak havoc for, for all the mortals, um, the people on Earth. Good, great. During that time, yeah. Love that. So, okay, this is really unhinged, what I'm about to say. Okay. They will... Like, the main thing that they do that I've seen, that I saw a lot when I was doing this research, is they steal any child born over the 12 days of Christmas. What? So they steal these newborns. Oh my god. (laughs) Basically. That's extremely unhinged. And then they turn them into one of them. No. They're recruiting. It's rush week for the the devils. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's so mean. Yep, the Calicant's voice. Mm. Um, so, yeah. They, in order to keep them sort of, like, at bay, you need to bind your newborns with straw and garlic and place um, place a colander outside your home. Um, okay. I have a feeling I know where that's going. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, this this part of it, <laughs> the colander, yeah, um, is we've seen the colander before. Yeah, yeah, it it's definitely come up because um, they have to count them, count all the holes mm-hmm. in the colander. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I don't, I never really got that. Like when you, um, there's something else too, like maybe spilling rice or something. You have to count on the grains of rice, isn't mm-hmm. that? I remember one, one story that I told. If you put, like, a broomstick, they would have to count, like, each individual broomstick. Right, yeah. Like, the bristles. Yeah, the bristles. I, yeah, these creatures, like, mythical creatures just like counting things, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, true. (laughs) It's just... Or maybe they, like, they just have, like, the counting OCD, you know? Right, yeah, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they have to count... All the holes. So, since they, um, actually the number three is is a holy number in Greek. So, these creatures, like, they can't say it. So, they'll, oh. they'll start counting. <laughs> and then they have to start over again. So, they basically just say one, going, two. One, oh. two. It, yeah, exactly. One, two. Mm. So, I don't know why they, um. Why do they even keep trying? Right, right, exactly. Also, can we just skip three and just know that three is there? Like one, two, four. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to help them out. Maybe I shouldn't. They're still in babies. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they, these creatures, they are also like creatures of the night. So, they can't really be out in daylight. Um. So maybe, honestly, that might be part of the whole being out during the solstice because, you know, the solstice, the winter solstice is like the longest night of the year, okay. right? And you did say that, not in the Greek language, but whatever the other language was, that it translated to vampire. Yes. Yeah, it comes from that word. So maybe that's why they're called vampires because they can only come out at night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um... So, there are a few other things to keep them away so they don't, like, steal your baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there is a tradition to throw donut-like dessert desserts. Like, there's, like, this 
certain dessert, um, which, I mean, it probably has a name, but it was just described as like a donut-like dessert that's filled with syrup. Um, so you throw that on your roof. Oh, okay. <laughs> along with some sausages. <laughs> Interesting. So you throw them on your roof, like some breakfast, I guess. And then you sing like this, this specific song. Um, I don't, I unfortunately could not find the song. Oh, come on. But there's apparently a song <laughs> that you sing to keep them away. But I guess it's secret because I can't find it. It's kind of giving like Christmas caroling and Santa Claus, like leaving out a snack. Right. Yeah. But, but for like, like on the evil roof. version. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, apparently like the theory there is that they're going to eat them and then leave and go back to their home underground. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just give them some food and they'll be on their way. <laughs> I don't know. Um, another method of protection is to leave a fire burning in the fireplace okay. um, at night. So then they can't enter through the fireplace. They can't enter any other way? Um, I mean, they probably could. But like in the middle of the night, you probably have your doors locked and stuff. That's true. They're like, yeah, and like, we won't even more bother with this one. Yeah. So they're like... Let's keep the fire burning in the fireplace, too. So if he comes in that way, he'll just get burned up. And mm -hmm. yeah. Also so. like Santa Claus because they're trying to come down the chimney. Yeah. Yeah, true. All the connections here. <laughs> <laughs> so because of this, in some places, the Yule log is burned for the full 12 days. Mm, that's smart. Which, I mean, I've definitely heard of people burning a Yule log. Yeah, me too. Um, and that makes sense on, like, why you would do it. For sure. You know? Um, and this, this is, again, uh, unhinged, to be honest. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> in other places, people will throw bad-smelling shoes into the fire to repel the creatures. <laughs> so they're like, let's just make it smell bad in here so nobody, so they're not going to want to come in. It's like, I don't want to come in either. <laughs> Right, right. Nobody wants to be in there, actually, and mm -hmm. smell. Not only are they stinky shoes, burning stinky shoes. But my question with that is, aren't they themselves stinky? So would they smell the stinky yes. shoes? Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really get that one. You know, they yeah, they, like, they had to throw a little extra flair, you know. Mm-hmm. Because wouldn't they want to be around that, you know? Yeah, the stink. Yeah, they like. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe hmm. not, though. Interesting. Um, and the last little thing I have is that you can mark your door with a black cross on Christmas Eve and um, burn some incense to keep them away. Okay. And it's like, incense? Okay, that makes more sense. And it's not even, like, smelly. So. Yeah. I'd rather do that. <laughs> yeah. But are they, like, religious? Why a cross? Um, uh, I don't know. People. I mean, I guess they are just little because, demons, so I guess it just yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, can't let them get repelled. Me. They're repelled by the the sight of God. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so yeah, um, that is the Calicanceroy. That's crazy. I love that. Loved it and hated it at the same time. Actually. <laughs> um. Now, see, what's funny, Savannah, is that I knew one day sooner or later that this would happen to us. I just did. I knew. Um, 
so we're going to transition right into my story, okay? Because it okay. just merges perfectly along with yours. <gasps> oh, does it? It sure does. So I have for you the legend of El Duende. Um, so this week we are in Latin America and the Philippines, kind of all over the world in South America, um, kind of like yours. And so El Duente is a humanoid creature that has been described as similar to gnomes or leprechauns. Oh my gosh. <laughs> See, why does everywhere have like similar creatures? See, you know what I mean? It's so interesting that like yours was on the complete other like hemisphere of the world and right. on this hemisphere but it's like the same thing it's yeah crazy. oh my gosh it's really crazy maybe because people from that area moved maybe. to this area i don't know maybe or but... oh go ahead i don't know people are just interesting like or, i feel like we just come up with the same things or what if it's just real <laughs> i mean that's yeah that's like the me <laughs> that's probably like a good argument they're just make. real like if they're everywhere in the world like i don't know i mean that's... i've never seen them but yeah but they're not they... in north america they're just not here yet. yeah hmm. not yet hmm. don't okay. come honestly don't come um so but yeah just you know as we're getting into the holiday spirit these creatures have also been called elves similar to that in the north pole but however these creatures are not nearly as nice as santa's elves as you could have probably already guessed um, and also, El Duente in Spanish translates to goblin. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's jump right on in, shall we? Um, so I mentioned this legend kind of mostly comes from Latin America, um, but it also goes to Philippines, Mexico, South America, all that kind of the world. And so this means that there are many variations to the story. And, you know, just, just as like most legends that we talk about here. So some people will use El Duente as like a warning to their kids. For example, um, one mom writes that she would tell her kids that El Duente is out there waiting for you right outside of our house. And if you keep being bad, he is going to come and take you away in the middle of the night to his cave in the middle of the forest where he will hold you captive forever. Oh, my God. That is scary. <laughs> um yeah and uh, you know as a kid that would scare me i would be good too yes yeah <laughs> like mm -mm, that's scary um but that's not even the most popular version of the story um I, and the, i don't even really truly know which one is the most popular but the one that i saw the most online at least was that el duente is known to be an, a small elf-like creature that lives inside of children's bedroom walls oh my god mm -hmm. i i could not handle this this story mm. as a kid because no. i would just imagine them no. in my walls exactly. and just be freaked out exactly and you know like how houses settle and like make noises i'd be like oh my gosh it's elder one day he's right there yes like no, in that yes, wall definitely horrifying so, according to this version of the legend, if a child is misbehaving, El Duente will come up out of the walls and clip the t child's toenail. Don't ask me why, okay? This is about to get very unhinged. Um, but for some reason, he's like, I'm going to clip your toenails, <laughs> which is crazy. But when um, the Duende clips the toenail... He just so happens to always miss and ends up accidentally cutting off his whole toe. What? No. No. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I cannot. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, you know, that's just another version of the story used as a warning to misbehave kids. But there are other versions that have nothing to do with being bad as a kid. Um, this one, you know, we're going to transition more to now adults who are also afraid of El Duende. So in the western um, Honduras area, um, the Duende is still, it's still said to be this goblin creature. But in this version, it only appears to single women. Interesting. Okay. Like in old, like adult single women. Okay. And normally these women will see um, El Duende either on remote roads late at night or in woods or occasionally they'll even show up to your house. So in this culture, El Duende is said to be an in the Marado, which basically means a playboy. So I guess that's oh. why, you know, he's targeting the single women. It would mm-hmm. make sense. Yeah. So the Duende would offer the woman gifts and wealth, um, you know, to try to lure her to go with him. And so if they choose to go with him or no, if they do not choose to go with him, he's going to keep coming back, bring in more gifts and if that doesn't work, he'll throw rocks at your window, doing anything he can to get your attention. Um, some stories, this is disgusting, okay? <laughs> some stories even say women will have, like, cow poop thrown at them, like, while they're just, like, like walking around outside of their house. Why? From the duende to just try to get their attention. Oh, my God. Right. Like, sir, if you're throwing cow poop on me, that's not going to get my attention in a good way. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, no. Like, the last thing I'm doing is following you if you're throwing poop on me. But, um, so that's, you know, what goes on. Okay, well, actually, let me continue with this. So, after he's tried all of his ways to try to get you to go with him, and you're still like, no, 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 no. Um, there is a way that you can get him to leave you alone. Um, so... Obviously, he wants to impress you with the gifts, you know. We already know this fact. So, you have to ask him for an impossible gift. One that he cannot get you. And the most popular thing that women ask for is a woven basket filled to the top with water. And this is because the Duente is not going to be able to fill the woven basket with water because there's obviously holes all in a woven basket. Yeah. And so he's just going to fill it up and it's gonna he's going to take it back and it's going to be half empty. And he's just going to have to keep going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And eventually, out of frustration, he's going to give up and move on to his next victim. So, huh. so you could also say a colander. I was going to say just literally like, yeah. a colander. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. Same thing. Um, wow. Is there something that you would say that's like also impossible? Hmm. <laughs> bring me harry styles <laughs> but <laughs> he would do it <laughs> and honestly he could probably get harry over here that'd be scary <laughs> I, honestly if he got me Harry Styles, i'd go with him <laughs> no i'm just oh kidding um but okay so that is all what happens if you choose to not go with him but for those women who do decide you know they fall under his spell and he's able to lure them um they will just literally go with him into the woods doing Lord knows what. And eventually, they come back. But all of the women who have came back, allegedly, from hanging out with a duende, come back mute. Um, oh. So, yeah, that's just scary in and of its own. Because, like, they can't talk about what happened. You know, they just silent. 
forever. Yeah. So not good. That one's not good at all. Um, other variations say that duendes are able to control the weather, like some are ma- able to make it snow, rain, or hail, which is definitely not good. But mostly these stories are just kind of like showing how mischievous these creatures are. They're just very, they're just down to do anything bad, annoying, not fun. But up until this point, we have only talked about how like mean or evil or mischievous versions of El Duende, right? However, mm-hmm. some people believe that El Duende is actually considered a good spirit. So, oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. I know. So, those who that believe they believe this, they say that El Duende protects lost hikers, children, and even animals in different forests. Hmm. Yeah, so it's said that if you are for some reason lost in the woods, um, a small human-like creature might come up to you <laughs> in the woods and lead you back to safety so that hmm. you can escape. Um, so, like, if this is the case with the du- Elduin Day, I'm cool with them, you know? Like, get me out of the woods. I don't want to be lost in the woods. But apparently this is just depending on if they're feeling like they're in a good mood or not that day. So sometimes <laughs> well, they help hikers I- and lost people. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> so... Hmm. You know, still not great. Interesting. So they're like sort of, they're somewhere in the middle of good and evil. For sure. Like they're not like the evilest thing you could imagine, but they're also not great, (laughs) you know. Um, Mm -hmm. So I know I was mentioning earlier how some people believe that they live in like the walls of your house. And if this is the case, they have also been known to steal food and move items around your house. Um, which I would absolutely hate that. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I've been watching this show on Hulu. It's called Frogging. And it's about people who live in your house, either in the walls, attic, basement, wherever people can live without being seen. What? And then they, like, eat your food and stuff and, like, just <gasps> live in your house. And that's oh what God. this Duende is giving. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. There's a whole show about that. Yeah. And it's called Frogging. And it's, like, a real thing. And people really do it. And it's really horrifying. That's and when scary. I lived in Wilmington, we were so afraid that we had a frogger in the attic. You remember. We always thought there was somebody in the attic. Yeah. I think I've said it on here before. I guess we'll never know. Wow. <laughs> oh, that creeps me I know, out. I know. Ew. That's disgusting. I can't. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, I've told you all of these stories about Elder Day, but I have not described to you what they look like. Because unlike your story, mine actually does have a description. And the description I love so much the um so el duendes they're often described as having darker skin pretty much always a man and very 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 short stature and they are said to have clothes on and the most common outfit is a fully green suit like full pants jacket everything green so some stories say that he's wearing the green suit some do not say he's wearing a green suit but one thing that in every story, every single story of El Duende, it says that he will always have on either a big hat or a sombrero. Which, okay. I mean, that's a vibe, you know? I love a good sombrero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they also normally have really long beards and really, really long hair, too, underneath the sombrero. <laughs> Interesting. Like, honestly, a lot of these descriptors are making me think leprechaun. I know, I know. 
And that's, you know, that's one of the words to describe them. Um, True. But can you just imagine walking through the woods and seeing this small man in a green suit <laughs> no. with a sombrero on with some long hair? Oh, my God. No. I cannot even <laughs> no. imagine. I feel like <laughs> I would be crazy. so shocked. I would just stand there and freeze. Yeah. I'd be like, what are you doing here? Like, am I dreaming? Right. Or... right. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, are you real? Please tell me. Um, so, yeah. That's what Eldwin Day looks like. And I will end my story with a personal experience from a woman who lives in Mexico. Oh, I thought you were about to say a personal experience from myself. <laughs> oh my gosh. Please, I would have started with that if I had a personal experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really wish. Actually, I don't. They kind of scare me a little bit. But <laughs> anyway, um, so this lady, she was 40 years old at the time, and no name was given to kind of protect the identity of her family. So I'm just going to call her Maria because that's what the story called her. And so this story is actually told by Maria's niece. So just know that's the point of view we're going into. Um, so this is basically the story that Maria had told her niece. So right. Okay. She, Maria grew up with the belief that Duendes would, they, she b- believed in the ones that lived in your house, but specifically that these Duendes would mark you in your sleep. And then once they marked you, you would have a few nights before they tried to lure you away into the forest. So kind of just like another version of all the other ones I said. Um, But if they did lure you into the forest, you were going to be lost forever with no return. So (laughs) that is horrifying. Yeah. That's really bad. That's like the worst one, except for the toe cutting off one. That one's pretty bad too. (laughs) Um, But anyway, Maria woke up one morning and she told her mom that she was afraid that she had been marked by El Duende. But her mom was like, come on, you know, that's not a real story. Please like just blah, blah, blah. Just go do live your life. You know, that's not real, which is a very typical mom response. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But definitely. However, three nights after she told her mom that she had thought that she was marked, Maria disappeared. And never to this day have they found her, and her entire family have spent years and years looking, but nothing was ever found, and the family fully believes that um, Eldwin Day did this to her, and yeah, they still, they stand by it to this day. What? Yeah. That is horrible. What? Yeah, it's really horrible. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Oh my is. god. Yeah. Like, I, I just kind of hope that maybe she ran away and is living her best life out there, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, like, maybe she just said that yeah. to give them notice, like, oh, oh like, like they I'm might get about me. to disappear, yeah. like, if I disappear, it's because of them, mm-hmm. but in yeah. reality, she ran away, but... I'm, I just really hope, because I just don't want the one day to get anybody, you know? Yeah. Horrifying. Yeah. But, so, yeah, that is The Legend of El Duende. And to be honest, unless I'm hiking and lost and come across one that's in a really good mood, I'm good. I don't need to see any Duendes in my life. Yeah. No. No. I don't need to see any of these little creatures. No. No elves, no leprechauns, no goblins. I'm good. Thank you, though. Like, thanks. I'm good. And you know what? They might be small, but why are they so scary? Like, how are they so scary yet so small? Like, we could probably, like, step, like, kick them. You know? (laughs) I mean, maybe, like, yeah. Described I don't know. as very small. I just don't. I don't know. We're mm-hmm. fine. Just because they have like magical powers and stuff, 
that's what gets me. Yeah. It's like, they're scary. And they're also just mean. Like Yes, <laughs> and mean. Like, why, why are you causing so much destruction for no reason? Mm-hmm. Like, and at least your story, like, they kind of had a reason to be mad. They're stuck underground for most of the year. But, like, what, what did El Duende have to deal with? Nothing. Right, right. They're just mean for no reason. Mm-hmm. Hate it. But I loved how our little stories connected with the little elves and the little goblins. I know. That's so <laughs> crazy. So like, cute. That's literally, like, yeah. I know. So similar. It was stories. eating me up on the inside the whole time you were telling your story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I started describing mine. You're like, oh, my God. What? <laughs> oh, the second you said it, I was like, oh. I was like, yep. oh, oh, oh. Yep. I was like, as long as she doesn't say the same place, I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But definitely go check out our Instagram to see some renderings of these little creatures. You're definitely going to want to. I saw some really creepy ones of Mm -hmm. El Duende. Mm -hmm. But yeah. And go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. And also, if you want to check out our Spotify wrapped, it came out. I think we have it posted on our Instagram. Yes. So go look at that. And yeah, apparently our most listened to episode in 2023 was um, the, I forgot, the Electric Girl and the Bull Street Asylum. So yeah, if that was you a good one. It is a good one. If you haven't listened to that one, go listen to it because mm-hmm. you got, I mean, you got to follow what the crowd likes, you know, mm-hmm. got it. Yeah. It was really fun looking at the, the wrapped this year because um, I don't know, it's just cool to see. Um, how we've grown and like to see who like our audience is like apparently um which I knew this that most of our audience is in the U.S. Uh-huh, but yeah. um it also said that our second like the second country is the U.K. and they're like on the rise like more people yeah. are listening so if you're in the U.K. and listening shout out thank to you, you so much shout out for real shout out and also Shout out to our fans who had Mysteries, Myths, and Legends as their number one podcast in 2023. That's big. Yes. Yeah. Shout, shout out. Shout out to y'all. Love y'all. Tag us on, on Instagram. Do it. <laughs> Do it forever and always with <laughs> peace and love. <laughs> um, but, yeah. I guess other than that, I don't really have much else this week. What about you, Savannah? I think that's it. Okay, well then I guess we will see you guys next week. Cue the music.